Welcome back to Pick Up the Phone. I'm your host, Camelia, and today I will finally be unveiling the truth and coming clean about all of my secrets. Just kidding. Um, but I am going to be talking about how I do the podcast. <laughs> I thought this would be interesting because there is a lot, lot I've learned since starting this. Um, I wanted to wait a bit. So now it's been over three months since I've started, which I feel like is enough time to actually kind of start figuring out what's going on. So for anyone listening who's looking to start a podcast of their own, or I think a lot of the stuff in this would be applicable to just like starting a side hustle that's like creative in general. Um, Sorry, I hate the phrase side hustle, but I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> Although I'm not making any money. So I, maybe, maybe it's just a side. But anyway, I'm going to be getting into the nitty gritty of how to even go about coming up with an idea for a podcast, down to the technical details of how I record, my uh, hosting platform, how to edit, how to upload and send it out to different streaming services, etc. I will leave timestamps in the description. I'm sure you guys can see that already. For each section, I'm going to talk about what I think is a general good theory or like a way that I approached each of these sorts of things. And then I'll also be talking about what I specifically do. So you can get a feel for like an actual podcast setup. So yeah, obviously my opinions are not the be all end all, but I did spend a lot of time thinking about this. I do spend a lot of time working on it. So hopefully this will be helpful um, or at least interesting if you just want to, you know, if you're not looking to start a podcast, but you just want to know how the hell I make this thing happen every week. This is Camelia. Please pick up the phone. So first things first, you want to start a podcast, but what the hell are you going to talk about? The first thing I would start out with is your reason for wanting to start a podcast. Podcasts have been becoming more and more popular in the media and a lot of like celebrities and influencers have started making them. And so I think a lot of us are starting to see people making money and making this their whole career. But I would say like with anything, I think that starting a podcast just because you want to have one is not necessarily a good idea and not because you shouldn't do it or you can't do it, but really because are you going to be making quality content if you want a podcast first and then, you know, your idea comes second? If you are someone who listens to a lot of podcasts, which I would recommend if you're going to be a podcaster, because I think that it just gives you a way better base for how, um, yeah, like how an audience or a listener would react to things. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Something I'd recommend if you are also someone who listens to a lot of podcasts is trying to see where you think there are empty spaces or um, gaps that you could fill. So the podcast I have now, I have been thinking about for honestly probably two years. <laughs> And people always say, like, the one thing I wish I knew is just to start sooner or whatever, like, didn't need all this. And I agree with that for the most part, but I also think that thinking about it, not for two years, but thinking about it and, and coming out with something that was pretty fully fleshed out from the beginning definitely served me well. In my case, I knew I wanted to do comedy. I do stand-up comedy outside of podcast life. <laughs> and um, in the pandemic, 
no one was doing stand-up. Uh, and I was like, well, why don't I do stand-up in a podcast? And that's a great way to practice for when I'm doing open mics and stuff. And on top of that, um, comedy is one of the top genres of podcasts, but most comedy podcasts are not really comedy, if that makes sense. And I don't mean that as a diss, like they can definitely be funny. Um, and you know, we don't need to like split hairs over what counts as comedy and what doesn't, but they're not pure comedy in the fact that they're not purely there to make you laugh. Most of them are interviews. Like I think like Joe Rogan's in comedy and stuff like that, you know? Um, yeah. So they're, they're mostly like, interviews or conversation style podcasts that are not like the humor is not the top goal maybe that's just my perspective but i was like yeah why why doesn't anyone make comedy that's like pure comedy in a podcast that'd be great people love stand-up specials and it's like you don't honestly need to like watch the person that's how i got started on my idea and then i added the interviews so a lot of podcasts are interview style and i find them really freaking boring I think there is nothing more dull than like listening to someone that you don't know and you don't care about talk about their life story and hit you with some like extremely bland advice about like how to achieve your goals. It's just, I don't care. And there's like, it's also not very deep because most of the time the host and the guest who's being interviewed are meeting for the first time. So they're like, oh, so like, what what do you do? So like, how do you like LA? Like whatever. And it's like, I I don't know what I'm supposed to get out of this. Uh, I think that people all have things that they know really well and are really interested in um, just for the sake of wanting to learn and like having all this knowledge just because they care about something. So I wanted to give the people in my life a chance to talk about some of those subjects because I think that other people would find them interesting. I know I do. Like I find listening to people talk about niche subjects that they care about really interesting, even if it's not my specific interest because people have a way of making things interesting and relevant when they care about it and they can make you care about it too. Not to mention the people I have on are obviously my friends. So it's pretty easy to get a good rapport going because I like talk to them regularly. Obviously, those two things are pretty different, so I'm sure some people are kind of confused why they're on the same podcast feed instead of having two podcasts, and the answer to that is that that seems like a lot of work to have two podcast feeds, and also, um, marketing is very difficult, so I would way rather keep it all in the same podcast. So, that was a long spiel on how I got to my topics. Going along with that, I think the single most important thing you need to know for when you're deciding what your podcast is going to be about is, is it going to be personality-based or topic-based? Some podcasts are personality-based in the sense that the subject of what's being talked about is not the most important. What people come there for is to hear that person or those people giving their opinions and reactions and just generally having their personality throughout the whole thing. Um, The other kind is topic-driven, which is pretty self-explanatory. This is the opposite of personality, where it's like, you don't really care who's saying it, you're just there for the information. So I think all the news podcasts would fall under this. You're listening to, you know, the Washington Post, the New York Times, The Economist. You're like, you're listening to these sorts of things, not because you care about the reporters, although although people really do love Michael Barbaro, but... um, You are there for the information, and if someone else was giving you the information, it would be fine. There's obviously some range to this. It doesn't have to be like one super extreme, but you definitely need to lean into one of these two directions. 
you need to know what sort of service you're providing for people. So in my case, it's definitely much more personality than it is topic. With the interviews, I think people do come away having learned things. But again, like my guests are not the foremost experts on their subjects. And the reason why these interviews might like stick out compared to other interviews is because we're friends and because we have fun with a conversation. And obviously for the episodes where I'm doing comedy, Um, You know, I'm talking about my parents or I'm talking about aunts or whatever else, but like you listen, not just because, not like in an influencer sense, like people just want to hear me, but it's like because they want to hear my style of delivery and my take on these subjects and my jokes about these things. Everything is very heavily from my perspective. And if you don't want to hear my perspective, you're not going to like the podcast because it's very centered in me, not centered in the information. Next, you need to figure out the who. Is it going to be a solo podcast or are you going to have multiple people who are all hosts or are you going to interview people and then you're having guests on who are not a regular part of the podcast? I will also touch on this more later when I talk about time management. One thing I really like about doing a solo podcast is the time flexibility. I I can really fit my recording and editing around what I happen to be doing that week. Um, And I can also do it spur of the moment, you know, like, "Ah, I'm kind of in the mood to record, like, let's go record. Or sometimes I'm supposed to be recording and I'm just like, really not feeling funny or interesting at all. And I'm like, "Ah, I'm just gonna take a break tonight and like, wait until I'm, I'm really feeling sharp. Mostly you don't have that um, if you're with a co-host, unless you like live with them. But on the other hand, a co-host can really help you stay sharp, kind of. And like when you have a good pair of people who are doing a podcast together and they do really well together, they kind of like bring out the best of each other. So that can be helpful in that sometimes you like push each other to have more interesting conversations or like make funnier jokes, whatever. It definitely can be more than two. But if you get to more than maybe like three or so, it can be really hard to distinguish voices, which might not matter to you. But um, I think especially for personality driven podcasts connecting with the hosts and being able to start like identifying them in their voice is really important obviously if you have people of different genders or just people with really different voices this is pretty easily achieved but if there's a group of people with similar voices i can see it kind of getting lost in the shuffle of like who's saying what um which might be fine with you but just something to keep in mind You also need to think about things like length. I specifically wanted to do a podcast that was on the shorter side. First of all, because it is less work in the sense that it takes me a lot of work to even get out a podcast at the length that I have every week. So a longer podcast would be really hard. But also, I think a shorter length podcast is something that's really underrated. Like I see a lot of people coming out with podcasts that are like an hour and a half. And it's like, I'm not going to listen to that in one sitting, which might be okay. But it's like kind of nice to give someone something that they can listen to on a commute to work while they're running errands or something thing or cleaning around their house and they'll finish it. It also depends on your style of content. So like for me, there's a lot of planning that goes into each of the comedy episodes. And I realistically don't think I could come out with too much longer of episodes and still be able to have like what I consider to be quality content, like something that I'm proud of that I think is funny and has actually been polished. Um, And that's another reason for me about why having the interviews and the stand-up episodes are nice together because it takes me a long time to get from ideas down to something that I actually feel good about recording and putting on the podcast. Having two weeks to come up with something instead of just one is very helpful in me being able to like come out with quality content. I don't know that I would be able to do that once a week. 
So yeah, all of these are things to think in mind. I'd say like, don't put pressure on yourself to come out with this super long podcast. Um, I think 20 to 40 minutes is like a great length. Um, One more thing to think about when it comes to a topic for your content is, um, is your content going to be timely or what they call evergreen? Is it going to be something that's particularly topical to what's going on currently? So whether that's like political, other news, you know, celebrity updates, um, you know, recent like music, movie, TV show reviews, anything that's happening currently and like people would want to listen to pretty quickly to when it's coming out. Or if it's quote unquote evergreen, it's something that um, is pretty much always relevant. Um, You know, a lot of like advice segments could be like this. Um, You know, people having friendship issues, like that's always going to be a thing. Or if you are are like, I don't know, talking about a period in history, um, you know, that's, that's always going to be relevant because it's already in the past. And thinking about that is also good and like really leaning into that. Like if you want to be talking about things that are current events, you know, you got to stay on top of like what is really current. And if you aren't doing that and you want something that's always going to be relevant, making sure you're not dropping like too many references that are super specific to 2022 or whatever. All right, moving right along, we're going to talk about the next phase. Once you know what your idea is, you need to get going on your branding. The first thing you're going to want to come up with is, of course, a podcast name. This, in my opinion, is the hardest part because a good name makes a really big difference. In my opinion, the most important thing about a name is that it should hint at what your content is about. Because again, like, unless you are famous or an influencer or have some sort of like following already, people are not automatically going to be listening to your podcast. So you want something that will draw the type of people that you're looking for. So you want something that is not too long, memorable or catchy in some way, somehow relates to what you're doing and most of all it needs to be original so i would definitely suggest looking through all of the podcast platforms for um podcasts that have your name pick up the phone for example um i looked on apple and when i started there were no pick up the phone podcasts on apple there was i think one on spotify but um it's like an old podcast like it's not going on anymore um Something I didn't think about was also like episode names and things like that. Like a lot of podcasts somehow have episodes called Pick Up the Phone. So that comes up in search results as well and like competes with my podcast. But there's some podcasts that like really all have the same name or like very, very similar names. So yeah, having something that is different is really important in your search engine optimization and will really help your podcast grow. This is kind of hard to talk about in theory. So I'm going to give some examples. How I came up with mine, I knew I wanted something that was cool sounding. I don't know, like normal, casual conversation. And I was trying to look at like common phrases, but Google kept giving me like idioms and stuff like that. So what I ended up doing was actually going to Spotify and looking up just different letters and seeing what songs came up and just honestly trying to look at like words that go together, if that makes sense. Just like common combinations of words. And I was hoping that something would strike me. And I saw Pick Up the Phone, which is a song. And I was like yeah, I like that. Like, pick up the phone. There's some nice alliteration. It's very easy to say. Um, And it's a bit of a call to action, which I think makes it sound a little better as well. And it it does actually fit really well with what my podcast is because I'm either like literally basically picking up the phone and calling one of my friends and asking them about like what's what they want to share with everyone or like I'm doing comedy and asking everyone on the other who is listening to basically pick up the phone and be on the other end of the line to like me talking. I think it fits in that way. 
Um, but I'm going to give some examples because I think that it's hard to kind of talk about this in theory. Like coming up with names is just like really difficult in general. Something I think are really good. There's a sort of political podcast called Can He Do That? Which, by the way, before I start saying this, I'm going to give a lot of examples of podcasts throughout this that I think do things really well and not well. This is not me saying that I think their podcast is good or not good. Not all of these are even podcasts that I listen to. I just try to look through for things I thought were a good example of like these different aspects of them. Maybe I'll do another episode about the podcasts that are actually my favorite to listen to. But yeah, just like this is not a statement on these podcasts as a whole. Can he do that? This is a fantastic name because that's like literally what you say when you're talking to your friends and you're like, wait, like, do you see what's in the news? Like Biden said, like, this is going on. Like, can he do that? <laughs> like, how does that work? Or like, oh, I heard the Supreme Court's doing this. Like, is that allowed? Like, can they do that? So it really conveys like the spirit of what they're doing, which is like taking things that are going on in the news and unpacking like how constitutionally that's possible and like what the impacts of that are. Similarly, a podcast, Rough Translation, which is about intercultural issues and like how they play out in different places around the world. Rough Translation, again, like is short and catchy. It's not like a name that's like, you know, intercultural issues across the world, but a rough translation of something is, you know, you translate it from language to language and maybe you didn't get something quite right. Maybe it's a little different. And so that that meaning, the implication there aligns with what their podcast actually is. A one that's more on the academic side, the Business of Fashion podcast. Very simple, like that's not a super, you know, like trendy name, but like it's about the business and economics behind fashion and it tells you exactly what it is. So when you see that, like that's a podcast that I actually listen to and I was like, oh, I like fashion. I would like to know more about like what goes on in the fashion industry and that's exactly what you're going to get. Ooh, one I forgot for a great name is um, Some of My Best Friends Are as a podcast. Um... And some of my best friends are, as a phrase, has a lot of implications, um, as in sort of like talking about your friends in a tokenizing way based on their demographics. And that's the point. So like, that's a really great example of where people took a phrase that has a meaning and a connotation in people's heads and they're using that to get attention because the podcast is done by two men. One of them's black and one of them's white and they have been friends since they were children. A lot of their topics relate to race. So they're like playing off of the connotation of that phrase. But yes, that's a fantastic name. And that's a podcast that I found randomly, literally saw the title pop up and I was like, what is that? And then I listened to it and it was really great. So like, that's exactly the kind of marketing you want. I'm going to pull up one that I think is a bad example as well. On Spotify, there's a podcast called Spinsters. Now, Spinsters has the connotation of like old unmarried women. <laughs> like that's what a spinster is. But Spinsters, the podcast is about basketball. And I understand what they were trying to do with the pun. Like the ball is spinning, I guess. But when I see the word spinster, that has a meaning that does not relate to like young people talking about basketball. Yeah, so I... I don't think that's like the best choice for them. However, you can have a tagline, which definitely some people do when they want like a short catchy title, but then they want to explain like if your podcast is something pretty unique and niche and you want to explain what it is, having a tagline and putting that on the cover art is a way that people can see immediately what you're doing. For something like Spinsters, if they wanted to keep that name and they really liked that, they could put on the cover art, Spinsters, the basketball podcast or something, because Yes, it does say that in the description that it's about basketball, but like, you know, like if you don't click to look at that, you're not going to know that. So putting that on a cover can um, give even more clarity to like what you're doing. And, you know, if I were to redo my cover art, maybe that's something I would do is be like, 
comedy and conversation or something and like just make it even more clear like what people are about to listen to so now that we're already talking about it let's keep talking about cover art um just like the name this is more important than you think most of the time on apple Podcasts, spotify um those are the only ones i use but i'm imagining on the others also you know when you're browsing podcasts you're gonna see the cover art and you want something that makes it look like you are a real serious podcast um and i've definitely seen people sort of start you know like start their own podcast and have like a random photo as the background and I don't want to knock that like whatever you choose to do is totally fine but I think if you're gonna do it you might as well launch with something that is pretty professional looking because you want to try and build some momentum from the beginning and like like take yourself really seriously yeah so let's talk about the different kinds um so yeah having like a, a photo um versus digital art are usually the two main things that are on there i would definitely vote for digital art like a graphic or an illustration um i think that they are just more the norm for podcasts and i think they look better and going along with that like we said before unless you are famous um don't center yourself in this there's no reason to have a photo yourself um because people aren't i mean maybe your friends are coming to listen to this to listen to you but if you want to expand beyond your friend group people aren't coming to listen for just you they're coming to listen for your content and i don't mean that as a diss like i i think that's a great thing like i am sure people who don't know me super well are getting to know me through the podcast but it's not i don't want me and like my image and my social media or something like to be the the center of that i want me the person i am when i'm doing my comedy when i'm being a narrator my voice and my personality and my opinions to be the center um and so, like, I don't want myself on there because, like, I'm not the focal point. I'm just the messenger, basically, of of the message that I'm trying to tell people. Yeah, cover art, I feel like, can come pretty naturally. Symbolism related to either the title or um, providing even more context for what you're doing. Emma Chamberlain's podcast, Anything Goes, it's a graphic illustration of her in bed um, with a microphone with cats. And um, I think between the name and the image, the idea you're getting about Emma Chamberlain's podcast is that she's going to talk about whatever she wants in a very casual, comfortable, you know, honest, real way. Um, And she's going to be down to earth about it. You know, she's just chilling. She's living her her normal life with her cats. And she's going to talk about things that she thinks matters. And it's like not too serious of a podcast. And that I think is what it is. And also the Bodega Boys podcast. This this is actually a photo. I'm totally ignoring the fact that I said I like graphic design. So this one shows the two hosts, Jesus and Miro, in a bodega. It's not like a posed photo. One of them's like picking food out of his teeth. Um, and the other one is like kind of giving the camera like a funny look. And they're like, you know, sitting around a tray of food. And it's shot over one of their shoulders. So it, it looks very like in the moment they're in the middle of doing this. So that's an example of cover art that takes you very into the moment and drops you into the environment that the podcast is going to make you feel like you're in and that's what the podcast is supposed to do be like you're sitting in a corner of the bodega with a couple of your friends i will say so i was looking for good images as examples and to be honest a lot of podcasts have bad cover art because so many of them are with like famous people (laughs) so they just have photos of themselves or like the title or something really boring so um I think all you need is something simple but well done. Um, and I I did my own cover art because I'm an overachiever. I did it on Adobe Illustrator. If you don't have that, I'm sure you could do something free like Canva or even like a paint. 
I really liked having full creative control over mine and like designing it myself. I knew that I wanted to have the phone and I knew that I wanted it to be sort of um, in in the middle, like not like a far away. Yeah, I don't know. It actually evolved over time, but I knew I wanted a hand to be holding the phone like it was in the middle of the action. But I did a lot, a lot of versions of this. Like I started out being like the, there was going to be like a whole telephone receiver in the middle and like it changed and changed and changed. And then like, if you don't think you have the graphic design ability to make like the vision that's in your head or you don't think you can come up with ideas of what you want, I think this is a place where you could definitely invest money up front and it would be worth it. Especially like, I I think we all have friends who are, you know, the more artistic ones of our friend group. You may be able to ask them to sketch something up for you or design something. And um, like I said, this sort of branding really, really makes a difference because this is the first thing that many people will see about your podcast. And if you give them something that is eye-catching and professional looking, people are a lot more likely to take notice and to understand what sort of content you're actually giving them. Cool. I've been talking about that for a million years. Um, Okay, let's go to the description. If someone is intrigued enough by your title and or cover art, the next thing that they are going to look at is your description. And this is again, someone who like doesn't know you, doesn't know your podcast. So they're gonna scroll down and they're gonna read your description and that's going to make or break their decision to start listening or not. Here's the basic format that I use when writing a description. Imagine that somebody, a potential listener reads only the first sentence. You want them to understand what your podcast is about. If that's the only thing they read, they read something accurate that is also intriguing to them. The next couple of sentences, you can give more of an overview of like what the general vibe of the podcast is, who you are, or like why you're doing this. Then you can go into examples um, of some sorts of topics you'll cover. And finally, you want to close with when and where somebody can expect to see this content. So I'll talk about mine in context of this. Starts out with parts stand-up comedy, parts slice of life. If that is the only sentence you read, that's a pretty fair assessment of my podcast. This first sentence actually used to be different and I changed it for that reason. I was like, I want to just say like, this is what it is. This is what you're going to get. Don't be too funny or cutesy because yeah, if somebody starts reading and they stop there, <laughs> they now know what my podcast is and they can make an actual decision on if they're interested in that or not. And then I give a quick sentence about myself. Camelia is a vaguely employed 20-something using comedy to tackle the biggest issues of the moment. Then I give several examples of this. Which of her parents is right in an argument? Why do fake sugar daddy accounts have such bad grammar? And when will the Obamas finally let her be friends with them? So obviously, this is a little funny right off the bat because I say biggest issues of the moment and then obviously none of these are the biggest issues of the moment. It's sort of hinting out like we're gonna look at some more and less serious things from like different perspectives um, than they normally would be. And then in these examples, all of these are pretty different. Like I talk about my family, I talk about social media and pop culture things, and I talk about, you know, political and just like sort of ridiculous things. So they all kind of like, they're, they're very different sorts of topics. And then I close with all this and more every Tuesday-ish. So that gives an expectation that it's a weekly podcast. And then I add ish because as we'll get to later, I'm not not the best with my regularity, but just that people can expect that. It's not like super, super strict. I'm not dropping it like, you know, 5 p.m. every Tuesday or something like that. Here are some other descriptions that I think are really good. This is from the Planet Money podcast from NPR. Here's the description. The economy explained. Imagine you could call up a friend and say, meet me at the bar and tell me what's going on with the economy. Now imagine that's actually a fun evening. This is maybe one of the best podcast descriptions I've ever seen. First of all, 
the first sentence, the economy explained, that's what it is. If you don't read anything else, that is accurate. But then they're painting this scenario of like, it's more casual and conversational, like you're chatting with a friend, you're able to actually have some fun while you're learning something about the economy. And that is very, this is a podcast I actually listened to, that is very true to the tone of the podcast. Yeah, 1 million out of 10. Another one from the Extra Spicy podcast, join host Soleho as they attempt to decipher the bizarro happenings of the food world alongside a mix of fascinating folks. They dismantle diet culture and angry chefs, cover the restaurant apocalypse and pandemic pivots, and dish out advice you didn't know you needed. Extra Spicy will stimulate your mind and your appetite. You can tell that the host is interviewing people and also they give a variety of topics. So you know that it's related to food and restaurants, but also taking a more like personal and depth look at some of those things. It's not just like super academic. It'll be fun as well. Moving right along to intro, outro, theme music, credits, all of those sorts of things. Your, um, is there a word for all of that? Whatever it's called. <laughs> This is another, I'm going to repeat this a lot of times, but take yourself freaking seriously. And this is a great way to do so. Some sort of intro and closing, whether it's music or words or something, is a great way to immediately level up how professional and serious your podcast seems. I really like mine. I think it brings a lot of it together. And this is something that, yeah, made me feel much more like a real quote unquote podcaster. Um, I would recommend music. I think that's more fun. I mean, this is not YouTube. You don't need to be like, hey, what up guys or something like I think it's nice to have some music. Um, I would definitely suggest that you go and just like listen to a bunch of podcast intros and outros. This is what I did. I listened to like a lot of different like random podcast jingles and stuff. And I was like, okay, I like that. Okay, that's kind of annoying. I like that. Okay, I don't like how that sounds like that. Then I realized like, okay, we don't want it to go on for too long. We don't want something that's like so freaking annoying. It is nice to have like some similarity between the beginning and end. For music, you can start by looking at royalty-free music um, and or instrumentals to songs. So my intro and outro music is instrumental to a rap song that I heard randomly years ago. I told you guys, I've been thinking about this podcast for years and I, I was listening to the song maybe a year ago or something. It's one of the songs where like, I don't actually love the main part. I listen to it for the instrumental and I was just listening and I was like, that's it. That's my podcast music. But as you guys can tell, I use it pretty sparingly. My intro is pretty short. Um, and I play into the like phone, <laughs> like shtick um, in the intro and the outro. You can incorporate other sounds. You can just have your voice, but like mine's pretty simple. Like anyone's welcome to do something similar. Then I also use it to fade in and out for the advertisement. And I also do credits, which my credits are funny, but I also still think they're a great way to take yourself seriously. Not everyone needs credits because like if you're doing this by yourself, unless you want to do like satirical credits like mine, there's not necessarily a point to credits, but you could still do a message at the end. You know, you have some theme music fading out and you're like, thank you for listening to another episode of blah, 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 blah. We'll see you next Wednesday. If you do have a tagline, you can use it here. I, I'm thinking, I mean, there's a bajillion and one like dating relationship sex advice podcast. And I was listening to one recently and in their intro, they were like, welcome back to such and such the anti slut shaming podcast. And I was like, oh, that I remember. And immediately I was like, I had never listened to this podcast before. And I was like, okay, I know what sort of angle they're going for. Right off the bat, they say the anti-slut shaming podcast. And it sets the tone for like, this is how we're different than other podcasts. This is the tone we're going to be taking. You've reached the voicemail of Camellia. Please hang up and dial again.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Pick Up the Phone. Our show would not be possible without the support of our amazing team. Our executive producer is Camelia Pastor. Our audio editor is Camelia Pastor. Our graphic designer is Camelia Pastor. Our marketing team, Camelia and Pastor. Sales and analytics, Camelia Pastor. And of course, this season's intern is Camelia Pastor.